0: This is how to Japan, and today we have a TV mashup. That's right, we're talking about TV shows. So let's get started. Let's do it. <laughs> Your <probably> voice sounded like <laughs> it wasn't the strongest. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> 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 before I die. <laughs> yeah, well, I just finished a few
1: cigarettes, oh, so okay. now I'm now I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. Okay.
0: I, I I know you have so many TV shows you want to talk about. They're mostly anime. So why don't you get why don't you get us started?
1: I have been on an anime binge for the last few months uh it all started when we watched demon slayer yeah so we watched the demons demon slayer series and i think that was the first real anime that i've invested my time really thinking about and we spent two hours talking about the series and then we covered the movie i was interested in exploring anime so i looked at other types of anime uh First off, I um, because I had just seen Demon Slayer, I was looking at similar anime uh, that cover either you know people fighting demons or uh, uh, or ghosts or people f- or things from another realm, and I came across Jujutsu Kaisen. Have you ever heard of that? No, what the hell is that? This is an anime I heard about from a friend. Uh, a Japanese friend of mine recommended it to me. He he said to me that this was better than Demon Slayer, oh, okay. and I thought, well, those well, I really enjoy Demon Slayer. So if that's true, then uh, I definitely have to check it out. Now, what uh, do
0: you think? Is it better? No, no. Okay, so he's full uh, of shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some good moments and some funny scenes, but I just felt that I gravitated more towards a characters in Demon Slayer versus this show. So this show is mm. about this um, this guy named Yuji Itadori. He's an unnaturally fit high school student living in Sendai with his grandfather. He has a lot of different um, things going on in his life. His grandfather dies and uh, he goes on to be uh, confronted by this sorcerer who informs him of this high-grade cursed charm talisman. If that sounds like nonsense to you, then, yeah, that's because uh, I'm reading the, the plot. But it, mm-hmm. it is, it's based upon these sorcerers who have to deal with evil spirits. Uh, that's mm-hmm. basically the gist of it. Right. And I asked, my, I asked my friend, like, why? Why did, did you like this more than Demon Slayer? And he said that the reason why I liked it more was because there isn't as much of that inner dialogue as in Demon Slayer. So you know, in Demon Slayer, we we made a comment about okay, you can you can hear their thinking, you you, you get like right. inner monologue, inner dialogue for the characters, which is what we liked. But right. well, in this one, there is right. none of that. Right. There is no inner dialogue. Okay. It's just basically uh, it's, it's all happening in front of you. At least the majority of it, from what I remember after mm-hmm. watching it. But he yeah he liked that, and I didn't care so much about that. It was just more the characters and the story didn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, so that was a. Uh, Kais, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen I can't even fucking say it properly. so Jujutsu Jujutsu, 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 Jujutsu. Kaisen hmm. uh, but it has been popular It's it has 50 million copies of the manga in circulation and they're going to make a season 2 oh. so um, if you're into sorcery and you like
0: <laughs> like you're actually into sorcery like you make the potions yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah yeah
1: uh, if you're of that persuasion uh you might get something out of it yeah if you like anime and if you do like if you don't like so much in a dialogue then you might like it uh whereas i didn't like it so much
0: how about you uh, give us uh, some stars how what do you rate oh this? i don't uh, know
1: we're going to rate rate one oh, okay. well, well, um, i well i just
0: thought of it i mean what the hell i oh, okay. mean might as well all right. yeah out of five out of five yeah
1: i would give it a three okay a three out of five
0: all right So it might be worth for worth some people watching it, but for for others it might not uh, be such a something they would want to invest their time in. But maybe it's something where you can just kind of watch one or two episodes and then decide. It's one of those types of shows.
1: I'm reluctant to say that, but I know that the some of the recommendations I've given (laughs) to you recently, um, I've not been uh, I've misjudged your preferences because uh, yeah. yeah, some of these tv shows just weren't up your alley
0: no uh, my alley not for me yeah but you know i mean everybody has their own taste you know right some people like grape juice some, some people like grape soda that is true so exactly. uh well, yeah. well shall about, we what, move on uh, what yeah, about yourself oh, yeah okay <clears throat> i'm gonna move away from the animated features to live action dramas and the first show i want to talk about is actually not a recent show This is a 2006 drama And it's called Kekkon Dekinai Otoko And the English title is He Who Cannot Marry This is produced by Kansai Telecasting Corp And Media Mix Japan And it originally aired on Fuji Television With a 12 episode arc The show Was actually brought back in 2019 For a second season So it's a 13 year Hiatus between mm. the first season and the second season. And both seasons are available on Netflix in Japan as of the summer of 2021, but if you are not a good uh kanji reader, it won't be good for you, but they do have Japanese subtitles but no English e- subtitles oh. in the in the Netflix. Uh, uh okay. World of Japan. I don't know what's happening in other countries if they put English subtitles on shows mm. or whatever. But in Japan you can't watch it with uh English subtitles so let yeah. me give you a little uh, plot r- rundown here so the story follows an architect with his own small firm which employs three other workers somewhere in Tokyo and Abe Hiroshi plays the successful 40-something architect Shinsuke Kuano, who has comically strict policies about relationships and how to live his life most notably that he feels no need to get married despite his mother, family, and co-workers constantly talking about the subject. So it's Mm. a little, a short little rundown there uh, of the thing. But, you know, that's a very dry rundown. It's a very comical show. And it's all based around this Shinsuke Shinsuke dude who's basically on the spectrum when it comes to social social interaction. Uh, People, nobody has a good first impression of this guy nobody right. yeah. <laughs> it's, I it's saw like, I
1: saw this as well based upon your yeah. recommendation and yeah. I really
0: enjoyed it yeah it's a fun show and I like I was saying before before the podcast it it does something that most shows don't and it, it subverts your expectations it's a show that looks very standard but it ends up subverting your expectations I don't think I should go beyond that statement But, um, you know, I I loved the acting and I thought the dialogue and the acting of the show was great. Mm. Uh, The uh, Abe Hiroshi is great as Shinsuke and his uh, doctor is played by someone named Yui Natsukawa. Her character is Natsumi Hayasaka or Dr. Hayasaka. And when those two are on camera, they light up the screen. They're just yes. excellent. Yeah, together. I would agree with I that. I think they are just Yeah, they are so fun to watch. She is endlessly annoyed by this guy and he is endlessly unaware of his his annoyances. It's mm. <laughs> just like such yeah. a great combination. It I would I would call that I that that's like a like a classic uh what do you call that the foil and the straight man kind of thing going on there mm. with them. Wouldn't you say? There, yeah. It's like a, it's almost like a classic nineteen forties Hollywood kind of feel, like mm. a, like a Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn thing. With yeah. the, the way they jump at each other, going back and forth, it's great.
1: Complete, complete mismatch, but there's chemistry there. There's some kind of yeah, chemistry yeah. which you can't quite put your finger on. Later in the series, you start to, uh, it starts to come out that there is something more than yeah what's initially happening which i think feeds into what you're saying about subverting your expectations you know what i what i found most interesting about this series is that it's set a long time ago before smartphones and they're using these flip phones and also he's going to a dvd rental shop (laughs) which is which which plays a big part in the show uh right but but i don't Those were the the only, from what I remember, those were the only signs of its the time in which it was made.
0: But it didn't
1: detract. It didn't detract from the story for me at all. In fact, most of the time, when he wasn't, even when he was in the rental shop or when they were on their flip phones or whatever, I I still I still felt it felt like now. It still felt like it could happen right now in two thousand and twenty one. Except for the right, COVID, right. Uh, like, well, COVID happening and all that, but it could, right, right, it could right. still, it was still, it seemed grounded, and the and the set design and the camera yeah. zooms. This is something I remember: is when he's in his apartment and his neighbor is across from him. The camera zooms in from another building.
0: Uh-huh. Right. Did you
1: <laughs> did you see, did you see that? So there's like a yeah. camera almost voyeuristic, so you can actually see the yeah, location. Yeah which yeah. never happens in any other show. I don't think yeah, I've ever yeah. seen that before, the, yeah. the amount of set design. And it looks like, from the outside, it looks like it a real set. It, it doesn't look like yeah, a set. Yeah, it, it looks like a, the a real mansion. fucking apartment. Yeah, a real until,
0: apartment, yeah, condo. Yeah,
1: until you're actually inside yeah. it, and maybe uh, the argument can be made that that's a set. But in either case,
0: right, right. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Great uh, great yeah, acting. I agree with um, that. Yeah. Great
1: set design. Um, it started off a little rough for me,
0: like yeah where yeah, he's just me there,
1: too. like he's like uh, conducting a orchestra yeah, I found it so uh, annoying his, it was a little annoying, yeah, yeah. slow, yeah. slow as fuck, yeah. I was like, oh why, why did you recommend it to me and, but then <laughs> but then after um but then what you said was true, just get Get through a few uh, episodes and it starts to mm. it starts to build up. And once you get acclimatized to the characters, you know, different motivations, it all starts to make sense.
0: Yeah, it really does. And you know, there's another thing that we we were talking about, which was the fact that the people. It's such a small world that they create. There's like five or six people, and there's no one else on the street, and they're always crossing paths. And it's like it, it makes Tokyo out to be this unpopulated local <laughs> mom and pop sh- small shop town kind of place. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. very interesting what they do with it. But I, I think that might be to the level of like production costs or something. But it's it's really funny what they're doing with that. Um you know, just how they, but uh, I also put in my notes voyeuristic. It's a, a, a very voyeuristic show in a way because the other characters are always endlessly fascinated by Shinsuke despite yeah. the fact that they kind of, they're kind of a anno- They're very annoyed by him, mm. but like they're always out together and then they'll see him and they're just sneaking a peek. They're like, I wonder why is he always alone? Wait, like mm. It's It's just such a funny show in that way. Yeah. Um, there's and also, they can the f- understand yeah, why yeah, he's always on. so yeah. happy. He yeah. looks <laughs> so happy and satisfied. I think it
1: pisses off some of the characters. It was like, wow, you know, I'm struggling <laughs> to find a find like a, a wife or a husband, and um, and look at this guy. Yeah. Uh, a, little, a little bit of a spoiler yeah. warning. I don't know how much we get into these series without spoiling it. So how about we just say that? Yeah, yeah. You when know, we're going to go into a little bit of detail here, but I like I like how he does get a girlfriend. Like a so-called perceived girlfriend, even though it isn't his girlfriend, and he plays it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. Though he just does it right. to annoy people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to annoy, to annoy everyone. in there's like uh, in a his circle, his network of fucking so-called colleagues and friends, and he yeah, yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. try to deny it, but he never
0: lies. He never lied about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just so it's such a hilarious situation. I you know this this show um, really plays off of the. There's another show I might talk about also that plays off the zeitgeist of Japan. I mean, it's it's playing off of like this whole idea of population decline, the generational conflicts, the relationships and marriage, and also I really liked how they portray youth in this show. Mm. Like the the one girl who lives next door to Shinsuke, you know, she has no business being there, but they explain it well why yeah. she's there. Yeah. And Everyone, young people are struggling. And right. I, I like that. I like that they show that because I, I think there's so many shows that we see where there's just young people and they're thriving and happy. And these people, you know, they're not having a terrible time, but they are struggling economically. Mm. It's not like they're, they're like on the top of the world or something like that. And I, I really appreciate that kind of viewpoint. Yeah, I, I think it brings it down to earth a little bit.
1: I like Ken. I think that was my one yeah. of my favorite characters. The dog,
0: dog yeah. Ken, <laughs> and
1: his relationship blossoms. And I mean, that's an amazing dog. What they get yeah. the dog to do in this series, yeah. Yeah. you know, these little glances up and uh-huh. and how, how he registers with our, with our protagonists. Uh, how how they you know make eye contact. And uh, whoever trained that dog deserves all the praise in the world. That's an amazing, yeah. an amazing acting performance by that dog.
0: Yeah. And and how it's like I don't even know if it's like that girl's real dog. It seemed like it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like what's going on with that dog? Yeah, I I just yeah, there's so many aspects of I really once I got into it, like after I passed that first episode and I was like, Huh. Because no one recommended it to me. It just came up in the queue in Netflix. And I was just yeah, like yeah. what the fuck is this? This is like, this looks like another run of the mill kind of thing. And as I started watching it, I was like Oh, wait a second I, I like the characters and then mm. I was kind of like you know how you get to a point where you're like I'm, I'm, I think I'm hate watching it and then after about the third episode it's like no I'm just watching it because I like yeah, it yeah 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 and you just say at some point you admit it you're like yeah these are run-of-the-mill characters but there's something really good spirited about the whole show and it's doing mm. something I haven't seen in many shows not mm. even western shows like, we always talk about how clever Western shows are compared to Japanese dramas. But when I watch this show, I don't think I've ever seen a show, an American show, that does what this show does.
1: That last episode, especially. The, yeah, yeah. The way in which you expect things to play out. Uh, and it doesn't. It, it really, no. And I guess we're
0: spoiling it, but it's... Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really hard to... Like we we just what, but basically we're saying you have to watch the whole season because it's a, a, truly an arc.
1: Only this season. Yeah, yeah. Only. Don't this bother season. with the second season. <laughs> I haven't seen the second season uh, because this whole series. I I after watching the last episode when it gets to the end, I thought they they've done it. This yeah. is a complete. Yeah. This is a complete it's arc a massive, for this guy. It, it's there's an arc for the uh, Doctor. It's all all perfectly finished. It's right, it's a satisfying right. ending. So when yeah. you when you told me there was a season two, I thought, why the yeah. fuck? After what thirteen <laughs> years? Why they must have something incredible to to yeah, build yeah, upon yeah. this guy's story, but apparently not.
0: Right. Yeah, I I would say it's a cash this, grab. It, it, I I would yeah maybe. But maybe they had a lot of fun doing the first one. Maybe Abe Hiroshi really enjoyed that character, getting into what, that after character. After
1: 13 years, really?
0: Yeah, I mean, because you think about it, like, he, he does a lot of movies and he does a lot of shows. And a lot of times he's the leading man. Mm. And this is the leading man. But he's, he also gets to be a total asshole at the same yeah, time. Yeah, And maybe that's enjoyable to do. Because he does get a lot of juicy lines and a lot Mm. of like monologue like i i I wish i i I, you know just like i don't want to give away too much but like the the okonomiyaki scene Mm. is hilarious yeah like just without explaining what it is but that that scene is so ridiculous right like the way uh, and and there's so many scenes where he he just like drops these knowledge bombs on people and it's just so funny the way he does it you know it's Mm, mm. it's so maybe he there they're like you know what let's let's bring the gang back together and and do do a second season so we can like just have fun doing it maybe they just enjoy the shit out of it mm. but uh i mean for as far as i'm concerned I, I would say i was i was about to say this that first season it's a television drama masterpiece mm." I I I know it's like ridiculous because we have Better Call Saul with much higher production value, Breaking Bad with with that goes totally dark and all this show, stuff. But for what that show was trying to do, it does exactly exactly what i set it, up. To it do. does, yeah. It yeah. It's such and it's so good in that way. And there's there's very few shows and it does something again. That most shows don't do. Or I don't think I've ever seen a show do. Yeah. Well, how how, how what's your rating? I, I mean, I'm giving it five stars. Mm. It's not okay. the godfather, for crying out loud, but it is, for television, it's mm. fucking a work of art, yeah. as far as I'm concerned.
1: I would give it a four and a half. The reason okay. why it's not perfect is because I think some of those scenes where he's alone are a little too drawn out for me. Yeah, I get the picture. I get the okay. idea but it becomes a little yeah, yeah, yeah. repetitive. Drinking the milk. I did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting in his chair. Uh, maybe that could have been cut down a little bit. But overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was like a self, it was a really satisfying, um, especially the ending. I thought it was a really satisfying Funny. until you told me there was a second season. So you're the one who spoiled it for me. <laughs>
0: Well, of course, if you have Netflix... <laughs> and you told me the, the Doctor queue. wasn't going to be in the second, second season. season, so you, you spoiled it twice <laughs> for me. like, oh, okay, yeah. so this doesn't yeah. work okay. out. all right, all right, I <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, I fucked it all up. But now you just told them, so we got to cut that part yeah. out, right? We <laughs> no, don't want to tell the no, audience. No, no, that's fine.
1: I, well, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, they They
1: could suffer as much as I did. <laughs> just yeah. leave it just imagine that season 2 didn't exist so just watch it as yeah. season 1 and enjoy it and that's it there, right. season 2 was yep. never made it's in the parallel universe right.
0: doesn't exist right okay so anyway let's move back to anime anime yeah have you heard of Chihaya Furu? you know you've been telling me about this for a long time and I, I haven't gotten around <laughs> to watching it so tell me more <laughs>
1: Why haven't you had a chance to look to watch it?
0: I, it's not that I haven't had a chance. It's that every time I, other things, you know, I told you I watched the 30 for 30 OJ. And then I watched uh, Mayor of East Town recently. And then I was watching some other, other stuff that I was interested in too. So it's just one of those things. It got, it got lost in the mix. Mm. That's all. But I, I got it written here on my piece of paper over here on my random piece of paper where I write down stuff that you tell me about. Here it is oh okay random. oh wow yeah.
1: okay i can yeah. see that got it yeah. so so you're you are taking some of the things i say to you on board
0: that's yeah, yeah, I, I that's nice notes. to hear well i don't have my pen with me right now where the hell is that oh there it is i found it okay actually right, this please please tell us more
1: it was a, a series recommended by a guy that i sometimes watch on youtube so you know how i find out about anime it's always like either people i've uh on youtube or genres that i'm interested in or or ratings on imdb i like you know i want to spend time on things that Mm -hmm. have that other anime watchers really appreciate because i'm a little late to the party Mm -hmm. so how how do you how do you find stuff to watch is it random like with kick on dickie now Tuckle yeah. just comes up yeah on it's,
0: netflix it's fucking random like i, I mean I'll, i i might hear like uh oh demon slayer heard somewhere and i was like oh i'll watch that or um my wife would told me oh, one show i want to talk about tonight my wife told me about so we watched that but um the the next show that i'm going to talk about jimmy the true story of a true idiot it's because it's in the netflix queue i was like i i watched I flip through Netflix like I did when I was 16 with the remote control flipping through cable channels. Like I just flip and flip and flip going, 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 going and until I find something. I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to give this a try. Mm. And then I watch it. And there's some, there's some things where I'm like, uh, no, I can't watch this. And the others like this kekon on otoko. I was just like, all right, I'm in. And then a bonus, my wife, also enjoyed watching it with me as well, so we we could have a, a grand time of it, you know. Uh, but so yeah, there's some shows where I can't I can't really watch them with my wife that much. Like uh, there's a sketch show called uh, I Think You Should Leave, mm. and it's uh, Tim Robinson. I think he's a former cast member of Saturday Night Live, and it it just doesn't really hit that well for my wife. She actually it annoys her to watch this sketch show. And it makes me like as I'm cracking up laughing, she's like, Ugh, it's so stupid. So I have to turn it off or, you know, mm. watch it in my private. Watch it my private time in my secret mm. bathroom, in my little yeah. corridor. So, uh, you know, there's there's stuff like that. But Kekkon yo Otoko, we could sit down and watch. And this other show, Jimmy, The True Story of a True Idiot, we, we watched together and we both enjoyed a lot. So, yeah, a lot of times it's just... Scanning through Netflix or Amazon Prime, just like, what right. the hell is this? What the hell is this? But yeah, you you do a more sensible thing. I think you, you know, you fucking look at Reddit and you know talk to friends and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, well, with Chaya Fitter, I there was, uh, if you if you had, told me the premise of this, I never would have fucking bothered. Mm-hmm. It sounds so fucking boring. Right. And I found out right. about the series from this YouTube guy named Prozd. It's this American mm-hmm. guy. He makes sketches and videos. He's got millions of fucking views. I'm not surprised. Really, Some of them are really funny. But he's like an anime, uh, video game geek. And uh, and I enjoyed watching some of these clips. And then one mm-hmm. time he had a video where he talks about his recommended anime. So that's how mm-hmm. I found out about Chihai Furu. It okay. made like his top ten. and So I thought I'd check it out. And uh, mm-hmm. so basically Chihai Furu is a series based upon a Japanese game mm-hmm. I had never heard of. It's called uh, Karuta,
0: okay, right?
1: Competitive Karuta, and it's like an official Japanese card game mm-hmm. that uses special decks of cards. Uh, and it's a whole, it's a big, it's a big thing in Japan. But I had mm-hmm. no idea about it. So this whole anime is based upon this and about the relationships of uh, the people involved. These kids who grow up. Uh, learning about this game, uh, one kid who's in Tokyo gets bullied, but he forms this friendship with the main character, who is Chihaya Ayase. Yeah, I found it really entertaining, and I know that there's actually another season. I think that's supposed to be made, but uh, it's been yeah, it's been a while, so I'm not holding out hope. But the mm-hmm. problem with this is mm-hmm. it ends when you know that there's more to come. Uh-huh. But it's been years.
0: <laughs> so oh, it's like, like a Fuck. cliffhanger that's yeah. still hanging yeah, out. Yeah. yeah,
1: so you're just you're just wondering, oh for fuck's sake, and I just wanna I just wanna see this story progress. But anyway, my recommendation is wait until this has uh come well at least until there's another season out, but I, I recommend it because any series that makes me interested in a boring fucking game that you read about is right. Is worthwhile. And that's the thing with anime. I mean, they make shows yeah. about sports like volleyball, right. uh, basketball, HiQ, They've got sports right? anime, no, Haikyuu. Like and, yeah. and they're always well-reviewed. Anime watchers love mm-hmm. it. Even though many of them have no, particularly with the sports anime, I'm sure that many don't even have any passing sort of interest in the sport. But just the way mm-hmm. that they build the relationships, that's one of the reasons why I love anime. Uh, mm-hmm. Why I've grown attached to it can't stop watching all of these shows yeah it makes me actually want to learn more about the game and may- maybe even try the game if i could learn kanji spend time learning more about kanji but yeah. uh but yeah chihaifuri i would give it uh because it hasn't finished yet uh but but i do like what i've seen so far i'm gonna give it a four out of five
0: no oh, i'm gonna have to uh force myself to find it check it out what about you all right next up this is another live-action show called, and I was kind of teasing it a little ahead of time, Jimmy, the True Story of a True Idiot. Now, this is based on the life of a comedian slash painter. It's an interesting combination uh, by the name, person by the name of Jimmy Onishi. Jimmy is actually his given name by the famous uh, comedy legend Akashiya Sanma, Sanma-san. Who's been? He's on. He has numerous TV shows. And he's a mainstay you know, on Japanese yeah. television.
1: If you don't know him, uh, you will soon know him. The moment you put on a TV, switch on a yeah. TV in Japan, he's, uh, he's on a variety of different shows. He is uh, he's like the furniture.
0: Yeah, uh, he's always yeah, basically there. Of television. He's always there. Yeah, and this is uh, this was actually produced by Netflix. It's a nine-episode drama uh, based on this guy's life, and it stars Akiyoshi Nakao. I don't know; I've never seen this guy before. It's Jimmy Onishi and Tetsuji Tamayama as Sanma Akashiya, and these two guys are playing very young. They're playing these got these real people as very young. Uh, so they look nothing <laughs> like the real people, but what, mm. what's what's interesting is that at the beginning of each episode, the real people Jimmy Onishi and uh, Samasan they they have a little talk about meeting each other and what the show what little episodes that happened and how much wh- which parts of the uh, drama are true and false. Actually, they do that at the end as well. They'll they'll come back and say, well, actually, it wasn't quite like that. Something else happened. So they create this kind of nuance where you see the drama and they'll they'll kind of they sandwich it with their talks at the beginning and the end, which I found to be rather interesting. And something that's weird about it is that the talk at the end is at the end of the credits. So you have to (laughs) fast forward through all the credits. It was just two minutes long and then get and then you get to the end and then they're talking and i really enjoyed what what they were saying at the end there and what they what they had to add to the the color of it
1: i'm sorry i, I still don't understand what's the conceit of the show
0: so it it's basically about the life of this ca- uh, comedian jimmy onishi mm so it follows his life. Oh, it's, it's like, like a an autobiography. Yeah, it's like an autobiography. Oh, I see, I see, yeah, So yeah, they yeah. like, go.
1: This is all real, and yeah, I mean, real. I'm sorry, it's dramatized. So it's yeah. dramatized, and then they talk about what the, just happened the story. at the end. Yeah, In, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, as real people. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes I. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Got it. Yeah,
0: it's okay. Uh, maybe it clarifies some things for you know listeners as well. So. One, one of the things that I, I I know this is going to sound stupid and I don't mind, but it's probably a stretch, but I think it kind of shares a similar theme to Studio Ghibli's The Wind Rises in that it tries to reveal the inner world of creative types. Like Jimmy Onishi is a very different, as it's portrayed in the drama, is a very different person. Uh, he... he He is not, but he's different from Jito from When the the Wind Rises because Jimmy Onishi is not a person who can function in normal society. He is basically, he was taken out of high school. His high school teacher, he was out, he was lived out in Osaka and his high school teacher took him to the famed Yoshimoto Kogyo Comedy School. And dragged him by his ear and sat him down in front of a manager and begged the manager to hire him as a janitor for this place. He's like, I don't know what this other what other this this kid can do. I've no idea. This Mm. kid doesn't understand shit. (laughs) Like this Mm. kid doesn't know anything. And one of the that that's part of the charm of the show because it's basically Jimmy Onishi trying to Negotiate his way through a world where he takes he takes figurative language literally constantly. There's like he does oh, like ended, Drex
1: and Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: It could be, it could be, he hmm. could be like that. It, and it, it's um he he starts off like doing these odd jobs around the stage. And then he ends up meeting uh, Sanma Akashiya by chance, and right then, Sanma Akashiya—this is like thirty years ago. So Sanma uh, San is very young, but he's like the cool guy in town. So every all the young comedians follow him, and the Jimmy Onishi becomes very, very loyal to this guy, and he starts following around. And Sanma San takes a liking to him and tries to give him gags to do and things like things like that to try to get him like work. And, um, you know, it's just one of those shows where when you see it, it, it's not a show with modern sensibilities because Jimmy Onishi does crazy shit in front of women and the comedians do things that are not politically correct. And so I, I've seen some reviews of it where, you know, it's like, oh, some people might not like it because it's not quite the comedy you would like. But it's reality of that time period. It's, it's what the guy mm. did. Yeah. And it's how he acted. And it's how those comedians acted. And what's really fun about it is that it really gives you an insight into how relationships are formed at Yoshimoto Kogyo, or at least how they want you to perceive it. And how, you know, like Sanma-san, I didn't know this, but actually you uh, when you enter Yoshimoto Kogyo, basically you have to find a mentor and then your mentor after a while gives you your name. So Sanma akashiya. Sanma is a fish. And like it, talk, he talks about like how I didn't want to be a freaking fish, but like there's all these other guys, but he that that had fish names as well. And then his mentor is like, "You're this," and then you take on that as your stage name. And uh, it goes into how Jimmy got his name as well. Like Sama Akashiya gave him his name. And so this is this is stuff that I didn't know about, but my wife knew a lot about. He she know Japanese people know this guy, and Japanese people know a lot about his story and how he was a painter and all this stuff. And this talks about his evolution about becoming who he is today. There's so many weird shit that goes on in this storyline that, um that, you, you know, you, you couldn't, you, that, that maybe people might be offended by or something like that, but it's, it's much, much of the humor of the show is derived from his, misunderstanding of social cues, his inability to understand metaphorical language. He takes everything literally, and it's just, uh, it's so funny how things develop in that world. Uh, But then at the same time, you really get to learn about the personality that it is. And by the end of the show, I was more attracted to the actor playing Jimmy Onishi than the actual Jimmy Onishi. I, it, it's such a weird thing. Like, you see the real character. You see the real people at the beginning and the end. But I didn't want to see them anymore because I, I believed the actors more than I believed the people mm. who are the real people. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a testament to the acting and the direction and how how much they worked on it. Um, if somebody
1: uh, who's never who doesn't know much about Japan started watching it, would they... Because it sounds like you're coming at it from the point of view of someone who's lived in Japan a long time. So you're already familiar with summer, for example. And you're, you're right. familiar with the scene. You're familiar with the... Did you say jogyo? jo-gyo uh,
0: Yoshimoto that, kogyo.
1: Yoshimoto kogyo. Um,
0: yeah. Is that the, agent, the so, agency, right? Yeah, the agency. But this is what I think... This is a good uh, kind of entryway to comedy, I think, in Japan. Because it explains so many things about how comedians actually get on television. And mm. it explains what comedians do. And it explains the the feelings that they have. Like, we're just fucking misfits. We can't do any other job. This is what we do. If we don't have this job, mm. we're like going to be... Especially in a
1: conformist just, culture such as yeah. Japan. You can't get a, like a nine to five uh, office job, be a salary man when you've got these peculiarities. These, yeah. um, you know, on the autistic spectrum, for example, or uh, you certainly don't subscribe to the life that many people have have uh, envisioned for themselves. Right. After, you know, during high school and university. So, I can imagine. Yeah, that makes that makes sense that they they would go against the grain of society. And if you were to yeah. do that,
0: then I guess that's the only avenue available to you is comedy, right? It's really interesting because I mean, if it, and it really paints it in a situation where Jimmy Onishi if he was anywhere else, he would, and and the fact that he became a painter is really interesting in the show and uh yeah it's 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 like all these chance meetings like and people taking him under his wing uh, under their wing to take care of him um but what what else was very impressive this was uh this is a show that has subtitles in english on netflix and i was really impressed with the beats the the rhythm of the subtitles to the point where at the end of the of the credits I watched for who translated it. And it was by a guy named Chad Mulane. And I discovered doing a little Google search that he is an Australian guy who became a Japanese comedian at Yoshimoto Kogyo. And in fact, he's a contemporary of Jimmy Onishi. So he's actually the perfect person to do the subtitles, mm. and I, I I think that really added to my experience yeah, of watching yeah. the show. Yeah, that that that's tough when you're trying to
1: bridge the gap in communication, when especially with with comedy. Yeah, taking it from one culture into another culture, I haven't I haven't seen the show, but it sounds like um you you would definitely recommend it. To I to recommend
0: anyone. it. I, I think it the show has heart, it has humor, and there's a solid story there. There's something to say. They have something to say. Great. And uh, it's similar to Kekon Dekinai Otoko. You know, Kekon Dekinai Otoko is about this guy who's kind of on the spectrum in a way. and But they have something to tell you that just takes one season and then it's good. This Jimmy Onishi story is very similar in that way. But Jimmy Onishi is way off. I mean, like he's like, there's no way he could work in an office. There's <laughs> like, it's not possible. There's no, he can't sit in four walls uh, or sit in four walls and live his life. I I would recommend the show to anybody who wants to know more about Japan and and comedy and maybe you watch the Owarai uh, like a Japanese. Uh, variety show once and you're like what the fuck is this why is this interesting how does this happen it shows you a lot of things it doesn't go into all the details but it does give you a kind of behind the scenes look at in a dramatization way of what people have to do in order to to succeed in in japanese comedy mm. and i i haven't heard anyone gush about this i've read other reviews and most the other reviews i've read are pretty negative yeah. So, mm. that's my positive review. I give uh, uh Can, I, can, I, be, okay, fine. can yeah, yeah, I be honest ahead. with you? Yeah. yeah. Or wouldn't yes, I have I not yeah. been
1: honest with you? Mm. But everything you've said doesn't make me interested in it at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't don't feel... Um, nothing Nothing there really gets me going about wanting to watch it. Maybe there's a genre mm. or a comedy of mm. getting to learn about this guy's backstory. But, but, but uh, I'm being harsh because... And unfair, because I haven't given it a mm-hmm. chance. So maybe uh, I will at least watch the first episode. How about that?
0: Mm. Okay. Well, you know, also, you got, you got to take it from me that I'm a person who sits around and listens to comedy podcasts all the time and comedy interviews. So I'm, I'm a bit of a comedy, I guess, what they call a comedy nerd in a way. Like, I, I you know, I'll, I'll, you know uh, most of my podcasts are not news podcasts, they're comedy so okay and i yeah. love listening i love listening to people talk about comedy from the 1960s and 70s so that's right. where i'm coming from <laughs> yeah yeah uh so if you're like a comedy aficionado I'll, wait wait i'll lower the, the terminology if you're a comedy nerd you're gonna like this show
1: okay so five out of five there yeah five go. out of
0: five yeah all right let's get back on board with you
1: okay anime if you hadn't yes. expected that i has got more, i've got more anime to share with you uh, I saw Hige or Soru, Soshite Josh Korse or Hiro. Mm. Or, here's another w- word you can use Hige Hiro. Oh, or in English, English, it's called After Being Rejected, I Shaved
0: and Took in a High School Runaway. Hey, uh, yeah, that sounds like the first sentence of a novel. For I know. <laughs>
1: it's a little long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember how I came across this, but somehow in maybe IMD reviews, got pretty decent scores and yeah and and also the plot interested me it's basically about this guy a 26 year old guy comes home drunk one night after being rejected by the woman of his dreams and he spots this high school girl Mm -hmm. in her in her high school uniform in front of his home and the girl offers to seduce him for a place to stay the night uh he rejects her but invites her in because he feels sorry for her there's a whole conversation about that in the in the show i know it sounds pretty far-fetched but uh if you watch the show you'll you'll finally understand how this is able to happen yeah there are many parts that i really enjoyed Mm. i like the fact that this guy is doing his best to help someone to form this platonic bond removing sex from the equation and he just Mm -hmm. wants to her to uh to get her life in order and just be upstanding, and you're probably wondering why, you know, like why? Why you got so many questions in your head? Just watch it. Right. If there's something that I've said that is tantalizing into you, just watch it. If you if you think mm. like why, how the fuck, what's going on with her life? Why why is she out outside like that? Where's her family? What's her relationship with her parents? Well, that all gets explained in the series. And also, it's a little uh, mature compared to Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer. Uh, it shows sex scenes as well about her. You know, uh, offering her body on the street just because she's got no money. She needs a place to stay. Uh, so these guys are just uh, having their way with her. Uh, but this this series, interestingly, caused a lot of controversy, I found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until I finished the series uh, on YouTube again, I, I found this um, Japanese guy who talks about Japan. Um, mm-hmm. His channel is called That Japanese Man Yuta. Mm-hmm. So he speaks English and he talks about Japan. And he talks about why this anime is controversial in Japan. Uh, but long story short, he says that the opinion about the show is divided because the half of the people who hate it say that it is glamorizing homeless high school girls because it is, it has, it's not as rare as we think it is. There are these girls who do run away. Runaways are on the streets, and this does actually happen in Japan, which I had no idea about. But the creator of the show just wanted to bring this to public awareness. And, and so the, the naysayers, the people who hated it, said that the main character is, they're not doing enough to condemn the actions of this high school girl and the main character. Right. Uh, instead, the show kind of celebrates his kindness. Whereas I'm on the side as, well, it's, it's more of a social commentary on mm. the prevalence, which I didn't know about, but on the prevalence of this behavior, and the fact that this mm. guy makes it clear in the first episode that he, you know, he feels genuine concern for this young girl, and right. he said that all these guys that have, you know, just had sex with her, these guys are trash, right. and because she continually tells him, like, you're, "You're the kindest guy I've met. You're so amazing," and and he says, "No, I'm I'm actually pretty shitty." Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty normal. Actually, I'm normal. It's, uh, the other guys that you've met are fucking trash. They're a bunch of cunts. And uh, let's just help you get back on track. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I liked about the show is that yeah. it doesn't it tries not to uh, preach so much. Right. Um, just laying out what what's happening between these two people.
0: Uh, I don't know. Did you did you watch any of it? No, I haven't actually watched. It's still on my list, though. Oh, okay. It's on my list.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about it. But I'm going to give this yeah. one at least a four. Mm-hmm. No, well, yeah, four. Four out of five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I'd say okay. about this show. Uh, only because, yeah, I, I was just interested. Like every episode, there's only one season. I think they, they, may, have, they may make another season. But yeah, it keeps it keeps the story going at a fast clip, which is what I like about a lot of anime. It just keeps going Mm -hmm. and and it it makes me want to watch the next episode and questions that you have, they get answered pretty quickly.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds interesting. I mean, you know, not every show has to moralize all the the problems of the world. They can just be a story about a problem that exists in society.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never heard of this problem, but it's prevalent. Mm -hmm. What I've heard is that there are Mm -hmm. girls who are runaways and they're too young to even uh, apply for work or mm-hmm. um some of them need their parents permission to even get their own apartment that's japanese law right, right? so what right. the fuck are you supposed to do imagine mm. if you're being molested by your parents or right. your your father or an uncle or a stepfather what are you, and you're only 15 your 16 years old what what other choices are open to you you can't get a job mm. you can't find a place to work so Sounds
0: pretty serious.
1: Oh no, it's, it's entertaining, <laughs> <laughs> despite the the, the no. Subject, I mean, like the the, subject the, the matter. Subject yeah, matter, I mean, serious oh, the anime yeah. itself. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's entertaining, but um, mm-hmm. the subject matter is very, uh, very serious.
0: Right, right. Do you, do you have any others? I got a I got another show here that's on Netflix that came out recently. Uh, the the Jimmy the Jimmy one that came out in two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Kekkon Dikinai Otoko came out in two thousand six. And the one, the other one, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but the other one that I found on Netflix that came out this year is called Creators File Gold. And it was made, produced by Netflix. And the creator is a comedian, Japanese comedian, by the name of Yuji Akiyama. Uh, and he, the the whole concept of the show is kind of like a mockumentary uh of each episode he plays a different fake character who is famous fake famous in various fields such as like uh the hotel world or child acting or uh there's another one where he's a fashion designer but he plays a woman uh so he does all these different characters and it is he What is great about the show is that each one he takes he's so he's very good at acting self serious like I my job is so important, but at the same time you're aware that it's kind of like what Will Ferrell does like there's kind of something similar Will Ferrell does with characters. Like if you think of Anchorman, if you think of like Anchorman and like the, one of the scenes where he's trying to tell the new girl in town, like I'm very important. Mm. And the the woman's like, yeah, you're, I don't give a shit. And he's like, no, no, I'm on television. Yeah. But in this show, he plays different characters that are very self-serious and everyone around them takes him very seriously as well. And, each thing that he does it's just such a well crafted show the first episode is about him playing this hotel concierge where he he finds he helps everyone out in the most ridiculous ways like for example in the first one there's like a, a guy who wants in this hotel they're like his job is to help everyone uh fulfill their needs and it, that sounds like a very simple concept and it doesn't sound funny, but it's fucking hilarious. Because he'll, he'll, be, he'll be like, somebody will be like, oh, we wanted a view of Mount Fuji from our room. And then he's like, oh my God, somebody wants a view of Mount Fuji. Somebody, somebody needs a, mount, a view of Mount Fuji. Like, okay, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Well, we don't have any rooms f- facing Mount Fuji. So he gets all of the people in his, um, in his staff to uh, walk by him. As he opens the door... The the person who wants a view of Mount Fuji... uh, Trashing Mount Fuji... Like Mount Fuji is not that great... It's kind of shitty... And like by saying all these crappy things... As they're walking by... It changes the mind of this guy... Oh you know maybe I don't want to watch... Look at Mount Fuji... It, it, It doesn't sound funny... When I'm saying it... But the execution... Of this show... Is so good... It is such a well executed show... The comedy that he creates is very good. He's a very good comedic actor. It's very enjoyable to watch. I really recommend this show for anyone who likes that kind of. Um, if you if you're a fan of like comedy, Bang Bang, never. You'll like I have show. no idea what that. Is. You told yeah, me yeah. about it, but I've is yeah, that a podcast? Comedy Bang. It, it's a podcast that turned television show. Ah, oh, okay. Um, and it's uh, that that's more improv, but like just shows that kind of do this meta humor uh, on ver- on verge of meta humor and are take them look like they're taking themselves seriously, but are really poking fun at themselves. That's what this, this whole show is based on. And it's just so fun and the 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 tone that they take these fake documentaries that they good they are so good at emulating how documentaries look on japanese television and then just poking fun at all the aspects of it in a very sophisticated way it's Mm. it's such a fun show to watch and it has english subtitles so uh you won't miss a beat when you're watching it watch the score I, I well you know <laughs> I give all my shows five stars okay. so I'm giving it five <laughs> stars I mean <laughs> is a drama mm. right is a drama and Jimmy Onishi is a, a biopic drama and mm. Creators File is a sketch comedy show they're all very different so you, I have to give them five stars for each of the the mm. genres that they're in. They, but I wouldn't say that one is better than the other. And this all shines Depending. a light just
1: upon your preferences you know, about what mm. you'd like. Um, yeah. So this is a real reflection on who you are as mm-hmm. a television show watcher. So mm-hmm. if anybody gets any value out of one of these recommendations, there's no guarantee that your five ranking for... Toko is going to translate to the other ones you recommended. Mm. Yeah. Because they are so desperate, right? They are different.
0: No, they're completely different. There's, there's nothing, there's no relationship to any of these. They're right. all completely different genres of television show.
1: Yeah. Well, I, you know, we're running out of time, but let me just, uh, I'll, mm. I'm going to bang through these last ones. Um, okay. Attack on Titan. If you haven't mm-hmm. heard of it, if you know anything about anime, Attack on Titan is... I'm just going to spoil it. It's fucking it's great. Just fucking watch it. It's good. It's um the final season is out now. Uh we're halfway through. I think the next half of the last season is coming out maybe later this year or early next year. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think it is it's fucking dark. Probably the darkest ones I've seen so far, but it is rewarding. It just makes you crave more it raises questions and answers them and it, it just you know it it makes you love the characters it's a great show basically it's about these uh uh giants who come in destroy this uh town that's behind these walls and you wonder who the fuck are they what are they doing <laughs> who the fuck are these people why are they uh why do they have this equipment and you, you, the first episode you, you've got all these questions like what the fuck is going on and it's un you get some satisfaction throughout the season but it's it's a, it's an anime which is which makes me so uh enamored with anime uh, this is what this is what makes anime anime it's just so <laughs> so good these themes of uh loyalty loss um existential angst it's it's all on display and uh i even want to i'm tempted I'm tempted to read the manga because a manga is supposed to come out mm. with the ending, right so I don't right. want to be spoiled before they make right. the, yeah, uh, yeah, the anime. Yeah. I'm worried yeah. about my Twitter feed or on YouTube that they're gonna spoil the ending for me, so I'm really tempted to just get the fucking manga as soon as it comes out because that's what they're gonna base the uh, last half uh season on uh but mm-hmm. anyway, uh my favorite character is Mikasa, is this girl who uh yeah she's a badass, fucking love her. And I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5. Next, Vinland Saga is another mm-hmm. dark anime uh, based upon Vikings. Uh, some other mature themes of uh, re- revenge, loyalty, re- and also uh, religion. So Christianity is heavily featured in this. Um, but covering the Vikings, yeah, of course, you've got you've to have uh, like all sorts of uh, different references to that. I mean, it's all as accurate, I guess, as you can make it for an anime for the time. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. It's still going on, but uh, so far mm-hmm. uh, I'm giving it a five, five out of five. Cool. And then another one is Night mm. in Nagatoro-san. Have mm. you heard of the show? Yeah, you told me about <laughs> it. I mean, you it. Me watch it. <laughs> I know. I told you about the show. <laughs> I, in fact, you watched. I think you tried to
0: watch one of the episodes. Uh, I watched. I watched half of the season. Oh fuck! Okay, you went that far. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I found it a cute show.
1: Um, which I regret recommending to Jerry. <laughs> uh, it's not for everyone. It's like a light romantic anime uh, based upon the senpai. So senpai means uh, senior in Japan. So in, in high school, if you've got like uh, some guy or girl a year above you or or well, you know, years above you, call them senpai. And uh, so it's about this one guy who is socially awkward... Uh, spends a lot of time uh, by himself this this girl who's a year younger than him makes him the subject of her abuse and she abuses the shit out of him in the first episode which is a little difficult to watch in some scenes but uh, it gradually uh, progresses to the point where you realize that despite her making him cry like some sadistic bitch <laughs> she's laughing at him uh over the course of the series uh you find out she's just as sensitive uh as he is except she uh manifests that sensitivity in different ways so it's like an s classic s and and m kind of uh relationship sadistic type versus a, a masochist
0: uh, i would call it uh a, you know a, something directed towards teenagers I think it's uh You can still be kind of a
1: sadistic a teenager. fucking teenager or masochistic no, I, I'm not teenager. Saying,
0: I'm look, I'm not look. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna argue SNM with you. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not doing that. I <laughs> I'm not that's something I I can't even argue with you about. I'm just saying it this is this is for to me when I watch this show, this is for teenage boys. And and also People who don't mind hearing, then you can watch this show.
1: Touche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A so, couple more. Okay. Two two more. Okay. okay oh, wow. Next one A couple more. is <laughs> Darling and okay. the Franks. Okay. Darling the Franks is a series who I would recommend to anyone who likes sci-fi. It's about Mecha. You know, Mecha are, uh, you know, they're depicted as uh, humanoid mobile robots. You know, like Gundam. Okay. You know, okay. how you pilot, like, those robots. So that's what it's based yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. And uh, okay. it starts off again with uh, many questions unanswered. But I like, uh, you know, I, I gravitate towards sci-fi. And the problem with this series, I think I told you before... Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. they need these mechas need to be piloted by both genders, a girl mm-hmm. and a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And the girl has to mm-hmm. be on all fours for some reason, <laughs> and the yeah. guy mm-hmm. is behind her. Holding these levers that are jutting out of her ass. This, this sounds and like so, a so South look. Park sketch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And so, so she's on all fours in this, in this robot, and uh, and and he's behind her, holding these levers behind her ass. Yeah. So the sexual, Im- there's sexual imagery galore in this show. Slightly disturbing when you realise the main characters are uh, still kids, and they go through puberty in this show too. So then you see a lot of uh, romantic interest start to blossom, mm. but uh, yeah, it's one of the most sexually suggestive anime I've seen so far. Okay. And uh, I think I'm into this kind of genre, this etchy genre. Yeah. So you talk about being like a, you know, certain anime that's targeted towards teenage boys. I think I've just found my jam.
0: I think <laughs> you have. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when I was sitting watching with I- Ijira and with my wife. <laughs> What are you thinking? <laughs> 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 and I'm sure listening. Like, I can't.
1: Listeners, like, I, I would love to hear from you as a listener. You can like, try, check out some of these rec- recommendations we've made. You may, you may stop listening to us after this point. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Hmm. Darling the Franks, yeah. I'm going to give three out of five. Okay. I'm saving the All best right. for last. The English title is That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. I don't remember why I started to watch this, but uh, it came up. had good reviews on IMDb uh, next to Jujutsu Kaisen, which I've already talked about. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd check it out. Right. It's a fantasy series. shitload of fantasy-inspired themes, and I, I fell in love with it after the first episode. If you mm-hmm. don't like fantasy, don't bother with this show, but I loved it because the protagonist basically it's it's a reincarnation anime and the guy gets killed at the beginning and he gets reincarnated in a whole different world like a fantasy world he doesn't get his body he gets reincarnated as a slime this big blob this big blue blob and he soon realizes that he's got this, like AI, but they call it like a, sa- a sage, like this voice, this other voice in his head, which tells him what's going on. It's for the benefit of the viewer as well. But, but I really like that element of it. And all the characters for me were uh, compelling. The story went by quickly. I really recommend it. Yeah, if you like fantasy, I, I really recommend it. Um, many, many great characters. Some funny characters in it as well. I, yeah, wholeheartedly recommend it if you like fantasy okay so that's the only proviso i would make if you have any passing interest in fantasy i think you'll love it uh but you told me you tried to watch
0: it what was the issue i watched i watched uh 20 minutes um um i felt like i was watching a show for elementary school kids (laughs) Even though the first scene is someone gets knifed, but after that point when he becomes the slime and then there's all these uh, notes about like all these uh, points about what different things. I felt like I was watching an animated version of, of children playing a role play game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's why I like about it. It's like an it's yeah. an RPG or it's an online um, massive uh, online multiplayer RPG or something. It was like a it was something about it which I immediately knew what they were doing. I immediately knew that mm. okay, this is what they're going for, and, and, and then, I was all for and it. And
0: then also, I found the slime's voice incredibly irritating. Ah, uh, okay. And then, uh, and then the dragon, I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> You know, and I, you know, okay, You're talking with some people like, uh, do you do you consider the Hobbit to be fantasy? The Hobbit.
1: It's based upon the uh, J.R. Tolkien books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, is it? A, is it he fantasy? basically he yeah. almost he, he almost like single handedly created the genre? I mean, he's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I Lord of I the I Rings and
0: you know, the Hobbit. I, I've been reading that in the morning, um, mornings with the students. I've been reading that. Uh, I like that story a lot. I think it's great. Um, slime, I could maybe you know I I I ha, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch more.
1: Well, I mean, listen, it's not like pulling teeth here. I don't want it no, to be no, no, a chore a for you. <laughs> no, 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 come on,
0: now, no, no, now. No, wait a second. You gave a chance for kekon mm. dekinai so I'm gonna give slime a chance. Uh, I was I very gave, clear I with gave, you
1: about this show. Yeah, I said if you're into fantasy. I you. know. I If you're I, not I, into I'm fantasy, you'll fucking hate it.
0: Look, look, I'm a man. I can survive. I will survive <laughs> watching episodes of Slime. It's not like I'm going to die or, you know, I have an expiration date or whatever. You know, I'll, I'll wa- I watched half a season of Vegeta and Day. <laughs> I can <laughs> yeah, watch... Okay. I got, I watched you went it well above
1: of. you went well <laughs> above the call of duty there because I, I, when you I told me you didn't like the first uh, episode or second episode but I, uh-huh, I thought yeah. well it's just not for you because it doesn't get any better
0: from that like for uh, that yeah, point yeah. if it, you weren't <laughs> on board to begin with <laughs> <laughs> I I listened to what how many hours of <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for listeners that's the sound of the male protagonist the, the main oh. character uh, who gets bullied by this high school girl um, you know, uh, yeah. before before we go, let's Okay, let me just tell you something about common patterns I've noticed in anime. I've been watching a shitload okay. of anime, and mm-hmm. you know, all the faces look the same,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the types of women are the same. Okay. Did you have you noticed that? You know, there are women. There are distinctive c- categories. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. And right. I thought I was losing my mind, so I went online and I found out that there are dere, dere. Uh-huh. Have you heard of that term? It's a ono- not onoma- Topia, uh, I can never pronounce it properly. Onomatopoe- yeah. Onomatopoeia? yeah, onomatopia, meaning yeah. it means love struck, lovey dovey. Oh, okay. So that's what dere uh-huh. means, and there are a variety uh-huh. of different deres, up to okay. twelve. So you're oh, okay. like sundere, kudere, dandere, yandere. And it basically it describes like women uh, who underlay. are. No. Yeah. <laughs> <underlay>. <laughs> but it describes women who are either really violent um, or jealous, intensely jealous, or women mm-hmm. who are uh, cold and they become mm-hmm. warm. So they're actually mm-hmm. real. In Japan, you've got classifications of like There's women. Archetype. Archetypes. Archetypes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. We don't have that cool. in Western cultures, do we? In Western uh, culture, we don't maybe really have maybe distinctions.
0: Uh, maybe you have like the, uh, the well I mean the, there's far few. it seems there's far fewer There's it's almost like uh, Eskimos have so many names for uh, snow so uh, Japanese anime has many uh, names for a woman guess, yeah, it's uh, like um, with reincarnation I thought this
1: uh-huh. slime series was unique uh-huh. I found out that there are dozens of other ones that are covering the same fucking shit like uh, right. Konosuba this is uh, a boy sent to a fantasy world with uh, MMORPG elements when you mm-hmm. when you die, right? And, and you join an adventuring party. So that's one. And you've got Mushoku Tensei, a Japanese guy who dies in his home. And mm-hmm. he's also um, transported somewhere. And uh, Rising of the Shield... and. How, as all these other anime covering the same shit, when you just get transported somewhere, I had no I'm idea. I'm telling
0: you, we could make our anime, man. The, the, what was it I was saying? There's a jelly bean that has AI. Yeah. Uh, and then what was the main character? I forget already. You got to write
1: it down, man, on that piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. That piece of paper you got there. You got you to yeah, write down yeah. these like uh, mm, pearls of bean. pearls of wisdom I'm sharing with you. And <laughs> you you know that you come a out with these bean. ideas and they just drift off into the ether.
0: You got to capture AI, them. Jelly bean. Okay yeah it's about a oh, uh okay now i can't think of anything now we're talking <laughs> I, I mean, it's like anything like it, it's like anything that can be turned into something and then turn into something else like there's a lot of shows like uh, okay we're we're running a little bit long here but like there's these shows that are called taiga drama in japan and they're basically period dramas that usually play on sunday or monday nights i'm not really sure and uh then they're, they're on Netflix, there is a bunch of productions of shows called Shoga Drama. And they're kind of making fun of Taiga Drama where they take uh, these uh, people of uh, historical importance in Japan and then they put them into these time slip situations where they meet the, the actors who are playing them, who are portraying them on a television drama. And there's three of them that I know of. And it's all, it's all very, like, it's all the same idea. It's all the same production value. It's all the same production company. And they're all, oh, my God. Wait, you're, you're, you're Sakamoto Ryoma? Oh, my, oh my God. You got to help me. Or, oh, wait, you're Oda Nobunaga? Oh, my, oh, my. It's the real Oda Nobunaga in mm. our casting department. What are, are we going to do? are famous
1: people in Japanese. Mystery.
0: Yeah. So it, it's just like, ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Beating a dead horse, please. Thank you very much. But I, I think that's, I mean, you know, there's so many. Once you find that thing, that hook, you can just take that hook and then mm. be like, okay. Yeah. It's about a dish that grows sentience and then becomes friends. With a windowsill doily, and then like it's like these things, you know, and then they have their experiences. Yeah,
1: I'm glad. I'm glad I talked to you uh, about uh, shows that we've been watching recently. So uh, that's good. I hope we can check in again at some point and talk about uh, other shows that we've been watching. Um, Let's make it regular. Yeah, let's do it. We want to share what we watch with our listeners, give them recommendations. But after this, they may not may not trust our recommendations ever again. So, uh, yeah, that's true. so please check out some of these um, television series that we've watched. And if, um, if you agree with us, then keep, wa- yeah, keep listening to us because uh, we'll, mm. we'll come up with some more great shows for you to watch.